This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Ultimately, I look forward to my immediate reinstatement and a return to serving Canada, something that I have done unfailingly for the last 38 years, something that Canadians should expect and demand. I want to speak directly to the thousands of Canadians who stood by me, who supported me and my family, both spiritually and financially. We would simply have never made it here without your generosity and help. Thank you. Okay, that is the voice of Vice Admiral Mark Norman, the former number two man in the Canadian military. He was speaking there after a breach of trust charge against him was stayed in court last month. He had been charged with leaking confidential information about a military contract. Many people thought the charge was unfair. He fought back and won. Now, he said at that news conference he wanted to return to his job as the vice chief of the defense staff. Instead, he has now retired with a confidential settlement with the government. Let's talk now to the reporter who has done the definitive work on this story, Dave Puglesi from the Ottawa Citizen. Dave, thanks for coming on. Oh, you're welcome, Mike. Thank you. Okay, Dave, let's uh, briefly go through the basic history of this case, if you don't mind. I mean, it's complex to some degree, but you're the best guy to boil it down. Wh- what happened? This, this was a very respected military leader in Canada. What happened that led to that charge against him? So what happened is um, in, in 2015, um, the Conservative government, um, early 2015, the Conservative government uh, uh, entered into a deal with a Quebec uh, shipyard uh, called Davy. They wanted uh, Davy to convert a, uh, a commercial vessel into a, a naval supply ship. Canada was without any naval supply ships. So uh, that was undertaken. Um, uh, Norman was was kind of the point man on that, uh, as he was head of the navy. Then, when the Liberals were elected in the in the fall of uh, 2015, um, they received a letter from the Irvings uh, on the East Coast, who had put in um, um, their own bid for for this. Uh, this supply ship. So they were not happy uh, that their bid was not selected. They said they didn't get it a fair shake. So the Liberals decided to put the project on hold. Somehow this information leaked out to the CBC and to other journalists. And, you know, for uh, a week or so, there was uh, some chaos. Then the Liberals had to back down. But they were very upset that, you know, the information had leaked out. They called in the RCMP. The RCMP eventually settled on Norman as their main suspect. Uh, Norman was suspended at first from his job as uh, he was second in command at that time in the Canadian Forces. Then the RCMP or the the Crown proceeded with uh, um, one count uh, breach of trust. But in pretrial hearings, you know, we heard many different uh, scenarios, uh, allegations of political interference uh, by the prime minister's office, that type of thing. So on May 8th, the Crown uh, stayed the charge, said there is no, uh, no possibility of, uh, of, you know, proving it. And uh, right. Vice Admiral Mark Norman walked out of court a free man. Right. And he had pleaded... Not guilty to the charge? 
he's always insisted that he uh, did nothing wrong. Um, and there's been the suggestion that, uh, uh, you know, he was communicating with Davy, but he had the authorization from the government to do so because they were building this vessel. So it, did it come down to basically, you know, you'd make an argument that he was basically just following orders? Uh, pretty much so. Um, and then the other issue that the Crown had was there is another uh, bureaucrat who um, is alleged to have uh, leaked uh, similar information. And so uh, a judge had earlier pointed out um, in some of the uh, in some of the earlier hearings that if the Crown couldn't show that Norman was the only one who leaked the information, if there had been others, then it's very difficult to, uh, you know, to prove a breach of trust. Was proper procedure followed in this investigation and bringing this charge against this guy? Well, there's a lot of questions about that. I mean, the RCMP never never interviewed Norman, which was strange. Um, You know, uh, there was... Uh, the Crown never interviewed members of the Harper government. So, you know, the defense ministers, or several defense ministers, and, and they have since said, well, if I had been asked, um, I would have said, well, we told Norman to do this, right? So, I mean, that's basic, the basic argument there. So it was unusual on, uh, on how the investigation uh, unfolded. Now, the RCMP said that they did a proper investigation. Dave, you've got contacts throughout the Canadian military with on your beat there. Uh, what is what was uh, Mark Norman's reputation during this? I mean, was he getting a lot of support from other people in the military? Did people think this was unfair? He had a uh, he had a good, uh, very good reputation before he went into this. Um, there was a lot of people in the military who were supportive of him. Um, however, you know, it's, it was difficult for them to, uh, to to voice that because they're not allowed to, uh, uh, you know. Um, that would be a no-no to you know publicly come out and, and support him. So right. he he did have a lot of support. There was uh, in Vancouver a retired army general, a retired army colonel, uh, Lee Hammond started a GoFundMe page, which eventually uh, raised uh, more than uh, four hundred and forty thousand dollars, I believe, um, you know, to finance uh, Norman's legal fees, which were extensive. Okay, last month we saw the charge effectively dropped against him. He had that news conference with his lawyer where he said he wanted to go back to his job. Was mm-hmm. that ever a realistic possibility? Now we see this week that he's retired with his, with a confidential settlement. Was it ever a realistic possibility that he'd go back to work? I think it would have been it would have been difficult. They would have had to remove the individual who is there now. Um, you know, because his slot had been filled as vice chief of the defense staff. The other issue is kind of the atmosphere he would have gone back to, because during the pretrial hearings, we heard about uh, how the Canadian forces, some senior members in the Canadian forces, had kind of concocted this plan to uh, make sure that Norman couldn't access some of the documents he uh, needed for his defense. Um, you know, there is another, other weird things like um, uh, the suspension letter that General Vance wrote uh, wrote about Norman. You know, it was leaked within 20 minutes of of it going to senior staff, and the and the Canadian forces would would not do an, uh, would not do an investigation into why it leaked or how it leaked. So, you know, some of Norman's supporters have suggested that he was going into less than a healthy work environment. 
Speaking to Dave Puglesi from the Ottawa Citizen about the Mark Norman case, uh, let's skip ahead now to this week's developments, Dave, and the announcement that he is retiring from the military. There is there's a settlement package that is confidential. What are you hearing about this package? I mean, you got the best sources in the in the business here. I mean, what what is? I, I got a feeling he's walking away with a lot of money here. Is that what's going on? I, I think there's uh, there's that sense, um, you know, all those all those uh, details are are confidential. However, right. we may be able to see them, um, uh, you know, maybe a year from now when the Public Accounts Committee publishes uh, some of its figures, or we might try to figure it out on, on how much how much he was given. Um, as well, the government has said that they will pay his legal fees. Which, um, although Norman hasn't commented on it, um, they are more than one million dollars. Whoa, whoa! Like he he hired a big legal gun there. Uh, probably the best. What's what? Marie Heinen is that her name? Marie Heinen, yeah. Marie Heinen, um, yeah. So she is, yeah, seen as one of the best in the country. And I mean, the other issue was that uh, the, the the crown. I mean, this kept going on and on, even in pretrial. You know, it was going on for 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 days, for weeks, and the, you know, Heenan uh, couldn't get documents she needed, that type of thing. Well, every day in court, uh, you know, a lawyer is making whatever you know whatever she's making. Um, she's got a team there. She's yeah. got researchers trying to do, uh, you know, uh, dig up documents because the Canadian forces wouldn't provide the documents. The government wouldn't provide the documents. So all that takes money. Oh man, this is a lot of a lot of Canadian taxpayers' money too. Yes, exactly. The and yeah. and the you know the Crown Prosecution Service uh, and Justice Department has refused to provide uh, uh, provide me with uh, any accounting of how much they spent. Uh, how damaging has this been for Justin Trudeau and his government? Do you think? Well, I think you know it, while it was going on, it it was damaging. I mean, Trudeau. Uh, uh, at two different occasions suggested that Norman was going to court. This is before he was even charged. Right, so, you right. know, this prompted, uh, you know, uh, people saying, oh, you know, thing is rigged. You know, so there was a lot of uh, a lot of that swirling around. It came, you know, at a time SNC-Lavalin affair. Um, however, I think now that now that this is all settled, we're going into an election in the fall, presumably. Uh, you know, will it disappear from the public public's mind? I think it could very well. It would have been um, very problematic for the Liberals because the trial, if it had gotten to trial, was set for August. <laughs> Talk about bad timing politically. Yeah, so, the I mean, this... <laughs> Glad that the, it's gone away. Yeah, yeah. The staying of the charges and the and the deal um, heads off any uh, you know any problems for the liberals because uh, Norman uh, Norman's people were were preparing uh, you know a, a lawsuit against against the government. Right, right. Last question for you, Dave. You've done awesome work on this story. You've interviewed Mark Norman. What, what's mm -hmm. what's uh, this case? This whole saga impacted uh, been the impact on him and his family. Well, obviously, it's been a you know a pretty rough go. Uh, um, you know, it's pretty stressful. He's a cancer survivor, so he was um, kind of put the lessons learned um, from from dealing with that to to you know this this issue. Um, so the family was uh, you know it was very relieved when we you know we interviewed them after the charges were stayed, and uh, so I think they just want to move on with their lives. Dave, awesome job in the story. Thank you for coming on. 
Great. Thank you. That's Dave Puglesi, the reporter at the Ottawa Citizen. This is Mike Smith.